you are listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. I love your singing. Yes, we need a little singing with all this crazy pandemic shit going on. I know, I know. We have to address that, you guys. Um, Like, what the F? Like, I know, I know. What the AF? Like, I fucking can't. Yeah, it's it's really sad and scary all at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It's like so many feelings are coming up. For me, it's like one minute I go into like complete fucking panic and I'm like, oh my God, am I safe? Are my loved ones safe? Is the world safe? Is the world coming to an end? And then the next minute I'm thinking, okay, well, if the world's coming to an end, I should just enjoy, go out, drink and not give a fuck. And then you go back into like panic and it's this like back and forthness of panic or drink until I'm, you know, a dirty whore on the floor. <laughs> there you go. That's one way of putting it. I, I mean, those are my two moods. It's like complete panic. I'm going to die or dirty whore on the floor. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you haven't changed to a black burb yet, so I think you're okay. But um... um, can we just talk about how I'm a little bit psychic? Okay. Let's just rewind a bit or maybe not psychic, but I'm intuitive because if you all remember a few weeks or I guess now, like a couple of months ago, even like right after like Kobe died, right? Mm-hmm. I went into a black blurb on Instagram. And I remember specifically saying like, I don't know what I'm feeling, but it's just, just this overwhelming feeling that's coming over me. And in one way or another, I feel like I felt this coming on. You know what? I would have to say you're right. It's like sometimes, and I know this sounds so crazy and out there for all of you listening, but I get these crazy, overwhelming feelings where I feel things ahead of time. And that's the, the pandemic that we're going through now. As panicky as I am, I'm not crazy about it because I feel like I've already processed it in a way when I was mourning on Instagram. <laughs> mourning. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. And I gave you such shit about it. But now that you put it in perspective for me, you this might have been this might be your calling. I'm just saying like I might be a psychic and we don't even know it. Yeah, no. I mean, let us know what the rest of 2020 holds for us, because I don't know about you, but I feel like everyone wants to cancel 2020. Holy shit, what a year. I love how we're like, new decade, roaring 20s, <laughs> let's go, best year of my life. And now everybody's like, middle fingers up, like, go F yourself, 2020. Yeah, I mean, it's been a rough, well, I mean, not for us personally, but I feel as a, a collective, country, yeah, like as a country with everything going on. And I, I don't like, I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel as though every time I put on the news or I'm on social media, there's all these breaking news and more and more alerts coming out and more and more like notifications about this is closing down. You have, you have to stay like six feet away from somebody. Now it's eight. Then next thing I know it's 10. It's just like, you know, we're running out of this and this, there's nothing on the shelves here. It's just every time I tune into something, it's more and more depressing and more and more morbid. And I think that's what everyone's in a frizz, like, you know, in a panic about it. And I, I could, I totally get it. And, you know, it's justifiable, but we really need to breathe and just take one day at a time. And I, to me, appreciate the time that we're going to be able to spend, spend home with our loved ones and just 
I think maybe break our days down and like have more quality time for ourselves and the people around us. I 100% agree. I feel like as with everything, nothing just happens. Like everything happens for a reason. And I know me and you were talking about this, Esty, where I feel like as a world, we've just sped up so much. And like, it's almost like we don't know how to like slow down anymore. And in this really fucked up way, this terrible pandemic happened and it's forcing us to like slow down and like actually spend time like reflecting and just spend time inside and spend time just like sitting like what like what you just said with our loved ones and actually doing things that we would probably never do because we're just so busy doing things so it's like as crazy as this all is you know, there are things that you can do to sort of make light of it. And, you know, there's a silver lining in everything. And it is about reconnecting with your loved ones or, you know, now it's time to sort of, if you want to go and write that book, like you have more creative time, or if you want to go paint, or if you want to read more books, or, you know, it's just, it's a different time. And it's, yes, there's lots of crazy shit on the news, but maybe we can focus more of our energy on what can we do to help ourselves through it yeah i i agree and you know as of i think the end of this week or maybe the middle of this past week i should say i'm sorry that came out wrong um you know schools are shutting down um everybody yeah. like their their kids are gonna have to be learning school via web um you know more and more um jobs are closing and and parents are able to work from home and you know, it's all these things are happening. And the thing is, is that we're all going through it, you know, not, not just one person, we're all going through it in our, in our ways. And, you know, I know I've messed around with you. And you're always like about energies and this and that, whatever. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Mercury is in retrograde. We literally just had Friday the 13th. I don't know what's going on. And I don't know if it's like, if it's a sign or if this shit's meant to happen. I don't know. But it's it's really bizarre how everything is happening all at once and i'm trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel but you know sometimes it gets a little overwhelming totally overwhelming and speaking of energy we actually for anybody who's into astrology this week march 21st we have a big shift happening saturn which is the planet of hardships of lessons it's almost like our father figure is shifting from the sign of capricorn to aquarius And it's going to be here for a little while. It's going to go retrograde. But ultimately, by the end of this year, it's going to fully be in Aquarius. And Aquarius is actually the sign of networking, of friendships. It's the sign of science and inventions. And with Saturn there, it's almost like teaching us a new wave of connection, which is kind of freaky because I feel like that is what's happening here. We're sort of reinventing the way we connect with each other. And that's happening, like, right as this, like, big shift is happening. Wow. See, it's all happening. It's, I don't, do yeah. you think it's happening for a reason? I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. I think there's, like, a bigger purpose in all of this. And it's, you know, as much as we can blame people for, you know, this virus coming out or the way, like, our government's handling it, ultimately... I think this is a good time to reflect like on our own actions and realize, hey, we're part of this bigger collective and what we do every day puts an energy out there. So yes, while we may not have been the ones 
who actually put the coronavirus out there, like we impact that energy for this shit to happen. So I think we should all take this time and really see like, who are we being in this world? Like to ourselves, to each other. And I know that's like really just big picture out there, but I mean, think about it. Yeah. Uh, Well, I guess what I meant to say is if like, it's all happening one after another, after another, after another, like, you know, I think, I think as a, you know, as a country, as a nation, we, we, we've been through a lot and we've taken things in strides, but I just really don't think everyone was, I, I mean, sometimes, you know, like, okay, for instance, like, I'm not trying to compare the two because it's too opposite, but just say for like a weather storm, you know, if we're having a blizzard or something, we yeah. can prepare for that shit in advance, you know what I mean? But this shit, I don't, like, there wasn't any warning. <laughs> yeah, there's no warning. And I think that's why everybody's going crazy. There's no warning. There's no cure. It's almost like, again, we've been like, like whiplash and it's like, whoa, what's happening here? And it just brings to the forefront of how precious life is. And it sort of makes you think like, wow, like, what am I spending my life actually doing? You know, like, who am I spending my life with? And, you know, God forbid, like, these are our last days or our last years, because ultimately, we never know when our time's going to end. But it's like, are we being our best selves? Are we living our best lives? Are we doing what it is that we want to do? And I feel like the bigger picture in all of this, I intuitively feel we're all going to get through this. But I think the bigger message is for us to sort of like micro manage or go really deep and be like, am I really living my best life? Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's such a great way of putting it. Yeah. So I feel like there's a bigger message to all this. And of course, it's about like health because our health is our wealth. So but bigger than that, like, you know, what are we doing every day? Yeah. I mean, there was there were moments, I'll be honest, where my anxiety I felt was getting heightened. But I just try to find clarity and I totally de-escalated out of my head. And then I notice when I'm doing that, that my, this is like my eczema would flare up. So as much <laughs> as I'm trying to suppress whatever I'm trying to come out, my eczema flared up. And then, and then, um, I don't know if he listens, but then my ex hit me up on Friday the 13th. Like what is going on? I, oh, dang. I, I just, you know, I just, I can't, I really, I, I don't know. Again, I don't know if he listens. I don't really give a shit if he listens. So if you're listening to it, bye. But um, <laughs> my thing is, is that, I, you know, I, like you said, everything happens for a reason. But I just, I, like I said, I don't know if we were meant to um, go through this one after another after another. You know what I mean? And it's it's very, very crazy to me to believe that all these sports are getting canceled or, mm-hmm. or yeah, canceled. Um, you know, like the NBA and now... Um, which March Madness, March Madness is done. I, it cannot. That even it pains me to even say that out loud. Broadway yeah. shut down. You know, restaurants are are closing. Small businesses, unfortunately, are hurting. Like the stock market took a shit. Like it's just things that I feel as a you know as a millennial. I don't think I would ever think that I'd be on our podcast talking about how shitty our country is right now. You know what I mean? Like that's not as you and I always like said from the very beginning of this podcast that. We would never bring politics into this shit. But unfortunately, this is so relevant that we have to talk about. This is what's happening, you guys, you know? And I mean, Laura and I were talking about it, how we might be podcasting more because shit, we're going to be quarantined for the next two weeks. So this is, might be what we happening. But it's, it, you know, we're going to try to make light of it because we, that's what, you know, we have an hour of our, our week um, that we get to be with one another and just 
shoot the shit, but this is real life. This is what's happening. And it's really unfortunate, but I, I, I agree with Laura. I think we're going to get through it. I hope we get through it. And we just got to realize the bigger picture. Yeah, just really celebrate important. those like little moments every day, you know, just waking up in gratitude, like, hey, we have another day. Hey, I'm healthy. Hey, I'm breathing. I think it's really going to make us appreciate the small little things in life that we really do take for granted. And, you know, even though there's all this turmoil, we promise to keep bringing you entertainment every single week. So stay with us, guys. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, just just try to bear with us through all this crap. But, you know, I and, you know, this is really ridiculous. And I don't I, don't, I mean, we didn't talk about this, but I'm just going to put this out there. So I do a lot of my best thinking when I was in the shower. And um, so I was in the shower and I was thinking, I can't even imagine what it's like to be, say, a senior in high school right now. And this is your senior year. It's your last year playing baseball or softball or basketball. And that shit got canceled. Yep. Like. I, I mean, back in the day, like I, I would, even if I had like, you know, sprained my ankle or twisted my ankle, I'd still freaking play because that's how much I love the sport. And I was so dedicated now just to know that shit's canceled. Like I can't even yeah. imagine what that's Matt, like. Or your you know prom I mean? or like, you know, if you're in college and it's, it's your last, I, I know my little interns, it's like they're, they're seniors in college and it's their last semester and your whole, the rest of your semester got right. canceled. Like you can't even see your friends or you know, you can't even celebrate the way you wanted. And the worst part is, like, right. you, there was no planning of it. It just happened so abruptly, and right. life just got uprooted. And it's like, okay, now just deal with it. And that really sucks. It really does. Yo, just uh, personally, I got the email this week that the rest of my basketball league got yeah. canceled. You know what I mean? And that was such a shitty feeling. And, again, that's a league that I play on. It's. It's nothing like no WNBA shit. It's nothing like, you know, important, but it was a shitty feeling. And that's something so small compared to the bigger picture. And, um, I also wanted to shout out to those of you who know me who reached out to, about my family in Italy. I do appreciate each and every single one of them. And thankfully, everyone is okay. But unfortunately, they are quarantined. So they are not allowed to leave their house. And I'm sure for those of you who saw on social media, um, the beautiful outpour of music that they're doing from their balconies. I mean, they're just trying to keep their spirits up and alive. Um, but it's real, guys. Like, they're quarantined. They're, they cannot leave. Uh, their businesses are shut. Um, yeah, so it's it's real and it's happening. Yeah, we just got to pray for everybody at this time that we all stay healthy and find peace. And really, that's all we can do right now. We just have to, like, let go, let God. Yeah. And wash all- those damn hands. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh... yeah, I agree. But we could all stay healthy with Goalie. Goalie Nutrition is an inventive, people focused nutrition company driven by the belief that happiness and wellness go hand in hand. All of their products are created to complement today's active lifestyles 100% organic, vegan friendly, gluten free. They contain no preservatives, chemicals, or artificial ingredients. Goalie apple cider vinegar gummies support healthy digestion, help your body detoxify, restores complexion, enhances <clears throat> um, <laughs> energy, and promotes a healthy heart. Our friends at Goalie 
have given our chatters a special discount code just for you guys because you're amazing. So when you go to check out, use code LUNCHBOXCHATS to get that special code. Again, it's LUNCHBOXCHATS. Go and get yourself some gummies. You will love it, I promise. Yeah, they're delish. Hey, Lord, did by any chance the whole daylight savings time, did that mess you up at all? Oh, yeah, that definitely messed me up. I was, I had like a lag. For how long? A week. Oh, my God. Yeah, and my, now I feel yeah. better. Yeah, mine was like a day and I was like over it. Oh, no, mine lasted like a week. But of course, I'm so much more dramatic than the normal fucking person. <laughs> Even my Somehow fucking daylight savings, I have more of like a lag. I'm not surprised, though. I'm really not. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, okay, so we have some hot topics, something light, you know, and cheerful and com- comic. Oh, PS, you guys, it's our 30th episode. Yay! Dirty um, 30. I feel like we should be drinking. Oh, uh, who's saying I'm not? Oh, okay, girl. Uh, bye. You're gonna be Anywho. a dirty whore on the floor. <laughs> no, I've nowhere near that, but thanks. Um, so first and foremost, um, the most important news that I think we need to talk about because it's super importante that douchebag um, Harvey Weinstein got sentenced to 23 years in jail. Thank God. I know. It was a long time coming. I'm, I'm super happy that it's finally done and he's there. And he, he, if you ask me, he belonged there a long time ago. Oh, hell yeah. He's like so slimy. I look at him and I want to like vomit. Like seriously. Yeah. Ugh. And yeah, and this is what I mean, like, the world is fucking shifting. Like, all this shit's happening, all this shit's coming out, and I don't know, I think it's just, everything's just bigger fucking picture, but I'm so happy he will just be in jail and rot in there. How old is he now? He's old. I don't know, but, yeah, he's super old. Yeah, so good riddance, and thank God, like, he's going to pay for what he did. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, moving right along, <laughs> okay. Amanda Bynes and her bae are broken off the engagement. I mean, that lasted 2.5 seconds. Literally. I want to say not even a month, right? I don't think it was even a month. It lasted probably like two Lunchbox Chats episodes. No. Or maybe three. I'd give it three. Wow. Yeah. Well, are we surprised though, really? I mean, I feel like it's going to be just like the coronavirus. Like, it came in quick. It came out quick. Like, that's like fucking Amanda Bynes at this point in her engagement. (laughs) I mean, Um, we can only hope the coronavirus is as quick as her engagement. I I second that. I second that. So, in other news, a hot new relationship is Ben Affleck and his new girlfriend. Did you see her? I saw her, but who is she? She's Anna DeArmas. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that wrong. But they apparently met while shooting their upcoming thriller, Deep Water. And they were just, they took such cute pictures or the paparazzi caught them. I think they were on the beach. They did like this whole Latin America vacation. They were in Costa Rica. They were in Cuba. And now they're spending some quality time in in LA. And I think she's so cute and pretty. Oh, I like this for him. I do. I do, too. And you know what? Like, people hate on Ben Affleck, whatever. But I actually really like him. He's a Leo. And, uh, you know, he's had major fucking issues with his ex, Jen. And Mm -hmm. he's had serious issues himself. He was an alcoholic. He, you know, had addiction issues. But you know what? He's gotten help. And he 
is accountable for who he was during his marriage. And I remember like reading something at some point and he's like, I like really fucked up my marriage. I messed up my family. He's like, and I feel so sorry because Jen is like one of the greatest people that I've ever met. And he just took full accountability for it. And I think now he's just in his life, a time in his life where he just wants to move on and, you know, just find love again. So good for you, Benny. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't it? Yeah, that actually leads me to, well, I won't talk about it right now, but I watched his new movie. I'll tell you guys later. Oh, yeah. So let me get to our last hot topic of the day. So Jenna Dewan, is that how you say her name? Yeah. So Jenna Dewan had her new baby. And- wait, yeah. wait, is the name <laughs> atrocious? It's just a long fucking name. Like, <laughs> there's no need to name your child four things. So the baby's Stop. really cute. They, she had, like, a really cute picture on Instagram. Congratulations, Jenna. But the baby's name is Callum Michael Rebel Kazi. What? Like, why you gotta name your child all those names? I'm just gonna call the baby Michael. And we're, like, why are you calling somebody Rebel yeah, I was about to say, is that an insult? I don't know. And it's like, depending on the day and his mood, like, are you just going to pick one and be like, Callum, like, you're being so Callum today. Like, I, I don't fucking get it, people. Like, what is up with you celebrities? Can somebody come on our show and explain your obsession with these names? We need to ask Chris Jenner when we talk to her. Yes, yeah, so we're getting Chris on the show and we're going to ask her. Although all her names are pretty normal. Well, I mean, she, all her celeb friends, someone's got to answer a question. I mean, her daughters didn't name their children normally. So, I mean, but oh, she did. Too. She did a good job. Yeah. And they all started with a K. I love it. Love it. Yeah. She started. I think she's the one who like really started that trend. I agree. I agree. Um, so as I was saying, I watched the new Ben Affleck movie. The, it's called The Way Back. Oh, and, you know, now that since you were talking about his recovery and all that stuff, I had no idea. Well, maybe I did and I just forgot. But the movie is somewhat similar to that. Um, I don't want to ruin it really? for everybody. Yeah. So if, well, I'm, I guess I am going to ruin it for everyone. So spoiler alert or fast forward. So um, in the movie, he plays that. And, and I, I, was, I was literally taken back by how great of an actor he played in this movie. It was like he was playing it to a T, and now I know why. Because I guess I forgot. Oh, yeah. That, so now I actually want to watch it. Because I feel like when you go through something like that, it's like so close to your heart, especially as an actor. It must have been really hard for him to actually play that again. Or it might have been like very therapeutic. Yeah, one or the other, but it was such a great movie, you guys. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. Literally, from the minute it started to the very end, I was sobbing. Oh, my God, I have to watch it. I really like him. I like all his movies, really. Um, I can't I can't say that, but this one, by far, one of the best ones, in, in my opinion, in my opinion. So I think it was great. If Obviously, we're not right now because I'm sure the movie theaters are going to be shutting down any day now. Yeah. Um, but when you get a chance, uh, watch it because it was so freaking good. Oh, my God. And you've been watching some stuff on Netflix that, again, I cannot watch because I feel like you watch such disturbing things. <laughs> and I well, watch the most ridiculous of things. Well, I watched. So, OK, I was told or advised to watch this documentary and. 
Honestly, um, I'm not I'm not saying it's awful, but I will say it's very removing. And if you don't have a good stomach for it, I don't recommend it. Only because it's really disturbing on in a level of of children. I, mm. I have such a soft spot for kids. I like seriously cannot wait to be a parent. But so I watched the trials of Gabriel Hernandez, and you guys, it was so twisted. It was so sick. It, but yet it was moving all in the same document. It was just, it was sick. Like, I can't even, I can't. Um, I just didn't know that there was actual pieces of shit of parents out there that, that, that this bad. And I cannot even fathom what this poor child endured in his whole, like, short period of life that it's, it's really fucked up. And um, I won't ruin it because I want you to actually watch Allure only because of the, of how they, trying this lawyer who i hope is a phenomenal did a great job and really really just goes to show you how there's really good people out there and like when they know something they know and they don't give up this this lawyer went through it all you know mm. through it all to like totally justify what happened to this poor poor little kid and at the end of the day it was you know discovered that his parents were the worst actually i'm sorry not parents his mother and the mother's boyfriend so Fuck them both, and I literally can't. But it was just, you guys have to watch it, and it's just, it's crazy to me that there's actually people out there that do this, but... Um, it sounds awful. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know, I don't know that I can watch it. Like, it just already sounds so disturbing, and I, especially when little children are involved, it's, I get so angry on another level where it's, I, I don't know if I can watch it. Well, the only reason why I say that is because it was brought to light since this documentary that you know, when you hear these horrific things that you like, oh my God, it's one and done. Unfortunately, there's so many more out there at which they brought up, I think it was one or two else on the documentary that like shortly thereafter, two other, or maybe one, one or two of them were happening just as like or after this. And I'm just like, what the hell? What's wrong with people in this world? How can you, do, why are you bringing like these beautiful, innocent children into the world if you're going to do this to them? I agree. It's like, I mean, I'm I'm not a parent, but it's, like, if you're not ready to fully take on a child and, you know, like, you're sick or twisted in some weird way, like, please don't bring a child into this world. Or if you do, like, please give them to somebody who can love them unconditionally. Because, I mean, no human being deserves to be put through anything like that, but let alone, like, a little child. Absolutely. Do, do you know anything about it? Only like from what you've told me. So um, I don't want to go too much into it, but it's just it's just funny what you said that because you said about not ready to be a parent. Well, the fucked up part is, is that she had two other children before Gabriel mm. and she treated him so differently and so fucked up with her with her um, boyfriend or whatever, because there was speculation that they assumed that he was gay. Not to say that that's why they treated him that way, but that was tossed around in there, which, again, is a fucked up reason, no mm -hmm. excuse whatsoever. But they literally tortured this poor kid, yeah. you know? Like, they wouldn't feed him. If they would feed him, they would feed him, like, cat litter. Oh, they would, God. like, you know, put him in a fucking cabinet in the kitchen. Like, what's wrong with it? Or, I'm sorry, in the bathroom. Like, it's just disturbing. And what my thing is, is that, you know, like I said earlier, that I thought it would be, like, one isolated incident. Like, there was other cases that were brought to light after this uh, after this documentary. And that's, that's, that's what's wrong with this world. Yeah, seriously. Wow. That's deep and intense. Maybe I'll, like, watch some of it just to, like, see what it's about. But, wow. 
Yeah, yeah, it's just a hot mess. But um, anyway, moving on to better things. You guys, we're finally going to get into the reunion of Love is Blind. Yes! Finally. I have so much to say about this shit. So obviously you guys know we've been talking about it. Me and Laura are obsessed with the show. So I hope by now you guys have caught up. If not, uh, I guess you're going to have to fast forward because we're going to break it down. Oh my God. So let me just start off by saying... Gia fucking Nina and her man Damien. Right? Uh, Is his name Damien? Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. They're fucking together. Did you see that coming? I did. Real? Let's see, I didn't. I thought, no. Because I don't know, because I feel like they had a pact at the end. Because the way it ended on the season finale, it almost made it seem like. He looked at her like, why are you being so dramatic about this? Like, we talked about it. Almost, you know, like, we are going to date a little more to get to know each other before marriage. I feel like it was just sort of unspoken, but that's the energy I got from them. But I'm so happy. They're, like, thriving and in love, and they were just in New York City, and they look fucking good. Yeah, no, I I was a little surprised by it, but they, they look happy. And I just hope they're going through, or working through, sorry, working through whatever their issues were, because she's intense. Yeah, she, but I fucking love her. She's, like, my kind of girl. Like, I'd be friends with her, because she's just as crazy as I am. Yeah, she's you. She's literally She's you. literally me. Um, Amber and Barnett. Okay. First of all, his shirt was like popping through the fucking seams of his shirt. Barnett gained those love pounds. Um, that's what happens when you're comfortable in a relationship. Uh, so how crazy did Amber get about Jessica? No, 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 no. Hold up. Go back. How crazy is it that that dumb bitch got those fucking injections in her chin? Wait, who? What do you mean, who? Did I who miss it? No, she... But, okay, what did I tell you last last time? I said, her jawline bothers me. Oh, Amber. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. I thought you were talking about Jessica. No, no, that girl... Hold on. So, okay. Oh, Amber? Jaw- Amber looks fucking great. She looks like she got a dickload of money from the show. And yeah. now she's full of Botox. Um, And, oh my God, her spray tan was on point. I will give her that. But the freaking injections in the jaw. Okay, I'm now I take it back. Her jaw line looks amazing. Yeah, she looks amazing. She went blonde. Her body looks great now. She is just living her best life with Barnett. And Barnett is just there turning into this, like, chunky monkey. I mean, I don't know what's going on, Barnett. <laughs> I know, I know. But you're right. She went ham on Jessica. Would you know what? If you think about it, you you after this whole experiment's over, you go and look at the I guess the reruns or what have mm-hmm. you, whatever. And to know that Jessica was sitting there while engaged to Mark and while Amber's engaged to Barnett, and she's trying to get with your man, like yeah. there's a there's a girl code, and she totally violated that. So good for her for standing up for her relationship and going on Jessica because Jessica is a hot mess. She's a dirty whore on the floor, and. <laughs> I just cannot deal with Jessica anymore. And I was so happy. Like, Amber just stood her ground. And she was like, Jessica, you were being basically a hoe. Like, talking to my man, all slurring your words, borderline alcoholic, while you were engaged to my friends. Like, right right in front of my face where I thought we were girls. 
and you just cross the line. And Amber, every time she was talking about Jessica, do you realize how Barnett was like touching her knee and touching her leg, kind of like praying that, like, you know, babe, like, don't get crazy here. No, I didn't recognize that. Oh, yeah. Every time they would bring up Jessica, Barnett would literally touch Amber or like she would grab his like his arm or something. And they had this like little body language going on between the two of them. Oh, no, I didn't. I guess I got to go look at that. Yeah. Um, uh, Kelly. Oh, God. Wait. Oh, oh, first of all, you can't tell me that she wasn't a little butt hurt that Kenny has moved on. One hundred and fifty six percent. Yeah. Like yep. when Ke- I was so happy when I saw Kenny and he's like, I met a new girl. I love her. And I'm so happy. I basically dated this hoe next to me because now I know what true love is. Yep. And Kelly's sitting next to him like, fuck, like I really made a fucking mistake. And I was just so happy that she sat there and actually like looked miserable because what she did to Kenny, like I did not like her for it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. I totally agree. And I, the fact that he made that underlining dig because it's such a not a Kenny thing to yeah. do, but you just know he grew a set and he's thoroughly happy yeah. with his new relationship that he could make that dig and not give zero fucks about it. Yeah, he was like, you know what? F you, Kelly. I loved you. I gave you everything and I thought we were in this together. And especially after re-watching it, like, for her reasons of not being with Kenny, like, give me a break. Like, go away, Kelly. Like, Kelly just angers me even so much more now <laughs> i just i can't like damn you kelly yeah calm it down more calm it down and i just think it's fascinating that she's still a life coach and is single as hell i can't believe she's a life coach how are you a life coach kelly how i don't get it i really don't get it but nonetheless is like okay it's 2020 how in god's name do you think that any man is gonna not is gonna wait around for you and then find out that you're a hoe the whole time like the fact that he waited for you utmost respect utmost respect because people if that even exists nowadays if that even happens nowadays that's that's a gentleman if you ask me yeah and kenny's good looking like i don't know what her issue was like he was a good looking guy and he was so sweet and kind great personality wasn't he like a scientist or something i'm not sure or like an engineer Oh, no, no. I think that was Cameron who was injured. I don't know. I don't oh, know. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Cameron okay. was a scientist. Yeah, something like but that. But still. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. But did she say that she wasn't? I don't remember. Did she say the reason why she didn't, like, they didn't do anything is because she wasn't attracted to him? Is that what she said? Yeah, like, he wasn't her type. And she usually goes for these bad boys. Well, how's that working out for you, Miss Kelly? Yeah, not well. I need a fucking like Barnett or something next to me so I can like grab onto something because I'm fucking pissed every time I think about Kelly. Grab the pistachios, girl. I fucking can't. I'm gonna throw them. (laughs) But no, really. Like I just, I just thought that he was just such a gentleman. He really did love her, and he waited. Like I just, like I said, like anyone who waits for you, like you know, it's not just about like, he, he really wanted to go all the way with her. Not just, I mean, like in bed, but I mean like down the aisle and, and actually do all this with her, you know? And she was just so nasty and just so like blind. Just rude. Yeah. It was just not, I don't know. Really not a good character. It just says a lot about you. You know what I mean? And now look at you. Bye. Bye. Kenny's thriving and in love and you're just another hoe. Exactly. That's karma for Dirty you. Dirty hoe on the floor. Oh my god. I think that's to be the name of this episode. <laughs> oh man. How about Mark? 
Okay. Can we talk about how that poor guy got barely any camera time? I mean, I don't know why. He was, like, such a big part of the show. And I feel like they didn't give him, like, just enough camera time at all. No, nothing. And and still, still, after being played, after even re- realizing that you were still a second choice, he still wishes her Jessica well. Like, really? Really? Yes. Although I did read an article that Jessica came out and she says that she was portrayed really badly and that she actually had a conversation with Mark ahead of time and he knew that they weren't going to be together and it was just part of the whole show that he put on this act and his mom came in and they were crying and I was like okay Jessica like were did you have this conversation while you were drinking your wine like exactly were you tipping the box of wine girl bye exactly although I will say that she did take accountability for like her alcoholic behaviors Because she's a raging alcoholic, Laura. Yeah, I think she actually realized it. And she's like, holy shit, I have a problem. And her too, she's still fucking single. Like, look in the mirror, ladies. Look in the mirror. If you can't see that something's going on internally, you are going to go through life really, really lonely and miserable. And I feel bad because it's such a sad way of living. Yeah, like, why are you still going on that hamster wheel like there's a cycle to break here like you need to process your relationship behaviors and be like okay who am I being in this relationship again like you know PSA to Kelly and fucking Jessica yeah because I know you bitches are listening Uh, (laughs) exactly and if you are then we want you on the podcast to defend yourselves just saying we will have you on (laughs) Anyway, and our favorite power couple, Cameron and Laura. I mean, can you fucking even... Okay, Cameron now has so much swag. Right? Did you fucking... He's just there with his dick out and, like, just, like, sitting all, like, chill and sometimes touching her, sometimes not, but now she's touching him more. So it's almost like roles are reversed. Yes, I noticed that. I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. I loved it. I'm like, I see you, Cameron. Like, I see your fucking game and I like it. So, like, I see about the whole swag. I agree with you. But I just don't know how I feel about Lauren touching Cameron. Like, I I mean, the whole freaking, you know, show was about him all over her all the time. And I guess it was, like, a little too much for me. But now she was, like, all over him. And I'm just like, oh, what's happening? I think she just loves her man. And he's probably really good in bed. And it's, like, you know when you, like, you share that, like, intimacy in bed. And then, like, you take it out in public. And your your relationship's good. Your sex life's good. Like, everything's good. Like, you're a good-looking couple. It's just you can't help but touch each other. And now she's all about it. I love it. Yeah, no, I agree. But they definitely have that glow going. They really do. But let's be honest, you guys. They're definitely still through their honeymoon stage. So I cannot wait to see if there's any, I don't know. Is there going to be any check-ins, you think, before the next season comes out? Oh, God, I hope so. I think they should have, like, a five-year check-in and see where everybody's at. I think they're about to, like, have a baby or something. Oh, really? I have a feeling they're going to have a baby soon. Oh. And I have a feeling that Amber and Barnett are going to get divorced. I agree with that one. Yep, like big time divorce. And Janina and Damien, I mean, I don't know. Jury's out on that still. (laughs) I don't think that one's going to last. I don't know. I feel like they're sort of like that wild card couple. It's like, whoa, like you don't know what's going to happen with them. They might end up together and like live happily ever after. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just, again, I didn't see any of the shit ha- coming, but you guys, it's a great show. I really, really recommend it. Um, thanks to Laura. This is all Laura's doing. So Yes, you guys, if you haven't watched it, sorry, we just ruined it for you, but go watch it. It just gives you a new spin on the way we interact with each other as people, and then it just makes you think, like, is love really blind for you? Yeah, for sure, but... Um, anyway, guys, so that wraps up our 30th episode. It does. And we are up to our gratitude section for our sweet 30th. Oh, you're in a 30, 30. (laughs) (laughs) Is there like a song that I put on our Instagram story of that? Oh my God. I'm going to record it this week because I'm going to be quarantined. Maybe Stop. I'll record a brand Stop. new intro. Lunchbox chats with Esty and Laura. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, this week, I must say, I am super, super grateful for Netflix. Oh, I love it. And I am yeah. grateful for my health. Oh, good. look at the difference between us. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm also very grateful for Netflix because, I mean, we're going to be watching a lot of it. I know. I know. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, yeah. Uh, back with my ex oh it's such a good show i'll talk about it next time but i think you should definitely watch it it's so good all right well i have to watch something in the next 14 days yes and you guys we have a special treat for you this week we have a bonus episode yes yes you guys have been asking and finally you're getting it you're (laughs) getting it so stay tuned go on our instagram And we will tell you when that episode will be out. But it will be out before our next episode, which is next Monday. So stay tuned. Stay safe, guys. Esty, tell them where they can find us. Absolutely. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. Um, If you're on iTunes, since you have all the time in the world now, you could go there and leave us a review. Preferably a five-star one because, you know... We tell it like it is. Um, then head on over to our social media account at uh, Lunchbox Chats. Follow us, DM us, like one of our pictures, check out our stories. We are going to be all around social media in the next couple of days, um, actually weeks nonetheless. And again, we'll be bringing you premium content, guys. Yes, until next time. See ya. Wash those hands. Bye. Bye.